0: Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com. Here on the Mindset for Life podcast, we look at ideas that help you reclaim your power and purpose in life, relationships, and work. This podcast is for you if you lead, each, and serve others. You want things to get a little better each day, and you're ready to focus on your mindset to make it happen. Hello there, and welcome to the drbcoach.com podcast, Mindset for Life. Today we will begin a four-part mini-series. We're going to talk about how to get more joy in your life. I am so excited to talk to you about joy in life. Many people I know believe that joy is a byproduct of some result that you're going to get. Like maybe you have to work a really long time and you'll feel joyful later on. Maybe when you've really earned a true reward in life. Maybe you'll be joyful after your childbearing years are over, you've had children, they've grown up, and then sometime later in life, they're going to somehow bring you some joy. Or maybe you're going to work 30 years or more, you're going to work really, really hard, and sometime when your job is all over with, then you might get to experience some joy of all of that that you created. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can have joy in difficulty. You, in fact, you're going to experience a lot more joy in the more difficult times in life than you are in the more peaceful times. Joy comes when you look for it. And often it is juxtaposed with the opposite maybe some hardship, maybe difficulty and loss, maybe pain. I'm not sure if there has to be pain to experience joy, but it does seem that when you're experiencing a large quantity of negative emotions, or conflict or tragedy or difficulty, that's when you're most likely to find some joy. Today we're gonna talk about joy just a little bit and we're going to talk about how you can measure it, figure out what parts of your life are currently generating some joy for you and where you'd like to feel a little bit more of that. I do some life coaching, as you know, and I love speaking with people about what they enjoy about themselves and what they like about their lives. And I love helping people get more of that. Whatever that good stuff is. And it's going to be different for all of us. It's going to be different for you. It's going to be different for me. And thank goodness, right? We all have our preferences, right? You're going to decorate your house in a way that's appealing to you. And you're going to decorate your room in a way that you like. And I'm going to do the same with space. Fortunately, you don't have to live in MySpace space and I don't have to live in yours. And that's the wonderful beauty of it all. So we all like different things, and we all prefer different things, but we also all find joy in different places. What we wanna do is figure out where you personally find your joy. What lifts you? What boosts you? What reassures you? And what helps you keep moving despite it all? So we're gonna start out by talking about the one thing That I use for so many things. I'm going to tell you before I introduce this idea with you that when I went through life coach training, I had already been a professional educator for oh 21 years or so. I had a lot of educational methodology, went through all kinds of educator curriculum classes and and methods classes and all these different things. But this tool never came up in any of those things. It was More a life coach tool than an educator tool. But I find that this tool is so useful for so many things. And it's also a great way, really, to just teach people about themselves. So here we go. This is called the Wheel of Life. And if you've heard of the Wheel of Life, you already know about this. You basically draw a giant circle on a piece of paper, So take a minute to just do that. Get out a piece of paper, draw a giant circle. And in many Wheel of Life examples, we split that circle up into eight wedges because it's convenient. So we're gonna draw a crisscross in this wheel, then we're gonna shift and draw another crisscross, and you end up with eight pie-shaped wedges in this wheel. We're basically making a circle graph or a pie graph And we're going to list in these eight wedges, eight major domains of your life. I like to be creative about all this. I really do like to use it for so many things that I don't believe that there's one answer for everybody here. But here are some examples of the kinds of labels people put on their wheel of life. It might be something like relationships in one section, financial well-being, we might have physical health we might have mental and emotional health um we might have community service or community engagement we might have spirituality or religious affiliation activities um we might have career workspace um home environment the cleanliness or tidiness or structure of your home we might have friends there are a lot of choices that you can put in these different wedges right I have another one called a well-being wheel and it's got 12 or 13 spaces. So you can also subdivide a few of the wedges if you feel like you need more categories. But before you really finalize that thing, let's think about the areas of life where you derive your satisfaction and your happiness. Like, let's divide your wheel of life into wedges that you would actually choose to target when seeking joy. Um... These are going to also help you know how satisfied you are with your life and where you want to make some changes in the future. So one area of my wheel of life would definitely be physical well-being. I want to be physically fit and at a weight that I like, but also an energy level that I like. So my physical well-being is one space on my wheel of life that will generate some joy for me. A second one is going to be my intellectual health. And my intellectual health depends on learning that I'm doing. I'm in the field of academics, but I'm also a professional coach. And everything about me is focused on lifelong learning. I love lifelong learning. So I'm going to always be focusing on doing better and better and better as an intellectual and as learning these intellectual things that I like. And it could be non-academic, but it's all going to go in that one space. That generates joy for me as well then emotional well-being gets its own space. I really want that to be an entire space because I'm going to include music listening. I'm going to include journaling, writing, um, reflecting, taking time to myself, um, being in nature, exploring someplace new. Maybe I'm just going to go out for the afternoon by myself. There are so many things I could do to develop emotional well-being, but this also brings me joy. Then I've got my spiritual, and that's going to be a fourth space, and that can be spiritual practice where I'm in prayer, where I'm reflecting on the personal revelation that my heavenly father gives to me, or maybe on the blessings I have in my life. That's also where I place the gratitude practice, um, where I'm actually going to contribute by teaching in the church that I attend. Uh, Maybe I'm going to serve in the church in other capacities. I'm going to serve other people. I'm gonna attend church, I'm gonna deeply study my scriptures and that's all gonna go into that one space. Then my fifth space will be my social area. And social is everything outside of my family life. That's gonna be a special space all its own. So my social well-being is gonna generate joy because of the connection I build between me and other people without expecting anything. So that space can generate a lot of joy. My sixth space is going to be my family and personal relationships. I'd like to subdivide this and put my marriage in one spot and my other family membership space in that other spot. So I, they could each have a little bit of their own space because I really want to get joy in my marriage and give joy. And I also want joy in my relationships with my adult sons, my sister, my mother, my in-laws, my daughter-in-law, all those people in my life that I love. Now I've got a little bit of space left in this wheel and I could either take those last couple of uh, wedges just as they are. And I could label one of those um, environment and finances and all of that. And I could label one of those career and personal growth and professional development and all of that. Um, And I think that's what I'm gonna end with. There are so many other possibilities, but that's, that's what I would suggest. So once you have put your categories in this wheel to decide, well, What do you look to to feel happy or joyful or satisfied in your life? The next step is to go to each one of those wedges and to measure it. If you went from the middle of the wheel to the outside edge and the middle is like a zero and the outside edge is a perfect 10, you're just going to draw a line on each pie wedge that says how happy or satisfied are you with that part of your life? Some of these things might be a one, some of them might be a seven or an eight, maybe one of them is a two or a three, and you just want to go through and mark how happy or satisfied are you in each of the areas you chose for your wheel of life. Once you've done this, we want to notice what's going right in each category that actually brings you joy, that makes you feel lifted up and really positive. And um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I think I was going to, and I might've skipped over it here in the podcast, but there's a concept Viktor Frankl introduced called tragic optimism. And that means that you can believe there are good things to happen in the future. Always good things to come, even if the present is bleak and tragic. So there can be joy amid the tragedy and adversity of our lives and of the situations in which we find ourselves. Whether we have created those situations for ourselves or not, that doesn't matter. There can be joy there. So I want to suggest that in all these domains of your life, in this joy wheel, you can find joy. And each space has a little something to offer you. For example, when I'm working on my physical health, and I exercise self-discipline, to eat something really good for me and healthy and avoid something that I believe is not really good for my body. I feel very satisfied. And if I reflect on it and I celebrate that, I actually feel joyful about that. I feel like I have a small victory and things are going well now, but they can go well in the future too. And I can believe that. Now, if I wanna look to my spiritual self, I really believe that I have a place in this world. I have meaning and purpose in my life. We all have a reason for being here on this earth, and that is why every single one of us has our own unique blueprint of our talents, our strengths, our personality, and all of the good things we can bring to others in this life, to ourselves, to our work, to our environment, to our families, and all those areas where we contribute. So we can feel joy in the actual goodness that we bring and the expression of that. So when we're using our strengths, our positive attributes, our talents, those things that make us uniquely us, that can bring us joy. It takes time to recognize it, to reflect upon it, and to enjoy and celebrate that. So there's a thing. Now, you could take a little bit of time to reflect on what already brings you joy in these areas. And then you can think about, well, what is one thing I could do in each of these categories that could bring more joy to my life? And we're gonna call these joyful changes or joyful goals. And as you set joyful goals or make joyful changes in your life, one little step here, one little change there, over time, your happiness set point goes up and you can feel more positive emotion over time than you have ever felt before. Now, this may sound like a really strange exercise, but I'm gonna suggest it to you. Once a day, you should put your arms out to the top, like you're making a Y in the YMCA dance. Like, put your arms out in a V-shape and really stretch and expand your chest muscles as if you're trying to expand your whole body to let more positive emotion into your physical body. Sometimes we cannot allow ourselves to feel more positive emotion because it actually makes us uncomfortable. Emotions are the sensation of chemicals going through our body that create an emotional moment or emotional experience, emotional feelings. We literally feel them with our physical body. And to feel more of them, we have to allow our body to feel different a lot of the time. So if we're used to feeling disappointment, or fear, or sadness, or regret, or negativity, and just a little bit of happiness here and there, it's gonna feel physically uncomfortable to feel more motivation, more joy, and more happiness. Ultimately, we're trying to get you more comfortable looking for joy, noticing the joy, and physically actually feeling that joy. So a little bit throughout the week, you wanna stretch your body, roll your shoulders back, and really make your arms large and take up all the physical space that you possibly can. And while you're doing this little exercise, think to yourself, I'm gonna stretch out and allow my body to grow into feeling more and more positive emotion. And once in a while, check in with yourself. How do you feel? Do you feel a little more positive? Do you notice more positivity coming in? And do you notice more joy in your life? So we started with the wheel of life to measure how your life feels to you and where you'd like to bring more joy into it. And then one little exercise that's really just a physical exercise while you're thinking about allowing more joy to come into your life. I hope you will take this further because next time we're going to take the next step in talking about more joy in your life, this four part series. So thanks for joining me for part one. And I'll talk to you next week when we talk a little bit more about identifying all the places where you are lined up to feel more joy right now, and where we can get things back into alignment to help expand that feeling even more. Thanks for being here. Here's to being the best version. Of you. If you like what you heard today, share it with a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. Check out the resources at my website, DrBcoach.com. I'm Bethany Hansen, and thanks for listening.